0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Alone at Lunch early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today.
1: You're listening to a Morbid
2: Network podcast.
0: Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium, Apple Card, or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply.
2: Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Alone at Lunch. I'm here with my co-host, Carly Montag. Hey guys. And this week we have Marissa Riley on the podcast. Woo!
1: Yay! Woo, Marissa! Hi. You know Marissa Riley as the third co-host and producer of our amazing show, Isn't She Funny? We're so happy to have Marissa on the podcast.
2: Yes, it's so, it's so good to be here talking to you guys again as usual. I love
1: it. <laughs> <As> always. <laughs> There are some people It's like, uh, i just talked to you. Okay, but I'll talk to you again in like five minutes. You're just like always <laughs> in contact with each other.
0: <laughs> I think I talked to Carly. She's like in the top 10 of people between the podcast and the show that I'm just like checking in with. I'm like, what day am I supposed to talk to you again? I need what, it. What are, when are
1: we recording? How are you doing? How's the it's bunker? A, it's the validation that I need, honestly. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I do live in a bunker and uh, that's Okay. That's everything's good. Good on that end. Um, Marissa, I think we should just get right into it. Can you tell the people, where are you from?
2: Ah, amazing question. Um, <laughs> I am I'm from Austin, Texas, super great part of Texas, my favorite part of Texas. Uh, and I was born and raised and I love it. I miss it sometimes. Uh, and
1: um off the air I know that we were talking about the heat differences and how you were feeling that uh you missed the miss the warmth of Texas but sometimes it's too hot and you can't even go outside. Oh yes,
2: I I miss that warmth. It makes everyone kind of lazy and just sort of give up all the time and dream. <laughs> um I love that vibe cuz in New York it's like ah, churn up content. I'm doing this. I'm doing, I'm doing 80 things. I'm so tired. But in Austin, like everyone's just like, cool. So where are we having beer tonight? Patio. <laughs> what That's patio great. are we going to sit on later? Yeah. Yeah, like right when COVID started, I was um I was in Austin for a couple days, and like all the news was going around, but everyone there was just like, cool. Uh, I guess we'll, <laughs> have, uh, we'll just have another margarita, and then do we just go home for two months? What's going on? So. It was a nice place to be when that started.
1: And yeah, in Austin, nice. more of a, a a suburb or a city or a city suburb or what's the deal with that? I would say it's a it's a city. It's not
2: as big as the other cities. It's kind of like and it but it's weird. It's kind of like Portland, like Portland.
1: Okay.
0: It sprawls. I- it has like a very
2: big footprint.
0: Austin with yeah. That from it, from being there. I mean, you lived there, but I was there for five whole days, so I think I am an authority <laughs> on the subject. I drove those lime scooters around, which I kind of oh, hate wait. them, but I took them everywhere because we didn't have a car, and it's like a dollar and fifteen cents to get from where we were staying in Airbnb to like all the festival venues. Uh, so I was just like, all right, take another lime, take, put my life in my hands, and just seeing what happens. <laughs>
2: That's so fun.
1: Aw. I feel like you need a a license to drive those. I don't know why they just trust people on motorized scooters. They get pretty fast, and the first,
0: I think the first night we were there, we were kind of excited about it. Like, not not super excited, but we were like, oh, this is, like, a funny thing that's happening. And where we were staying and where everything was it was basically one main drag that we were, like, constantly going a mile and a half up and down. Hmm. So the scooter, like, it was not a crazy adventure, but I remember, like, I had like two beers and I didn't think I was like tipsy. And I was like, I'm fine. We can scooter home. But then at a certain time of night, you have to type in a word to prove that you're sober, like kind of quickly. (sighs) And they jumble up the letters. So it looks like kind of like a a phone. It has like nine things, but they're all letters. and You have to spell a word within like 10 seconds. And I just like missed one letter. Like I hit the wrong letter because I panicked. And then it was, it locked me out of it. But the thing is, you can just find another scooter and like (laughs) get on that scooter. So it's not the best method of stopping you, but uh, it was a it was a wild time. And then I was like, I'm gonna keep it under ten miles an hour on my scooter.
1: That's so wild. Because what if you just make a mistake? (laughs) Like yeah, no, I fully
0: just yeah, it was just panicked. But I mean, you should be on those scooters at night anyway, and people. The thing that I really don't like about them, and the reason that I hope they don't come to New York, there's been some, like, talk about them coming, is that they, uh, people just abandon them on the sidewalk. Like, you could leave them anywhere that's, like, quote-unquote, acceptable parking, and you're supposed to, like, leave it out of the way, out of the way, I don't even know what that means, um, but people on, like, Friday and Saturday nights will just dump them on the sidewalk, so there's, like, piles of them, and, like, drunk college kids, and you're,
2: like, this is not sustainable. i i i'm having a love-hate relationship with them right now mostly because if that if that little code thing came up i wouldn't be able to do that if i was sober that's so stressful <laughs> it was stress it was more stress i panicked i was just like i don't
0: know maybe a lot
2: scooter. <laughs> also like the only time i would ever want to ride one is if i had had a couple beers yeah because you're like it's only
0: yeah it's 15 it's you know 15 miles an hour so you're like this is safer than a car and um i'll go for it you know whatever and the uber were were, ubers were more expensive so we kept i was there with danny and we kept doing the math of like what's a dollar 78 per person or it's a six dollar uber so let's scooter we're being really (laughs) fiscally responsible and scootering but uh other than that great time in Austin I got we got we had some edibles with some other comics and went to the like really tourist trappy like museum of weird or whatever it's called like on the main drag uh, I've never even heard of that I I've <laughs>
2: never, <laughs> that's not like much of an
0: Austinite
2: I am I'm like I don't even know
0: what that is <laughs> It's not a place you would go if you lived there, and honestly, yeah. it's not a place I would have gone without uh, half of a Weed Rice Krispie rice, treat. Fair, but fair. It was like the one day of the festival, I didn't have a show, and I was like, this is a thing to do. This will be, this is a great idea. For sure. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a fun time.
2: But uh, <laughs> yeah, so did you go to college in Austin? You, like, did you, you just stay there the whole time? I I stayed there the whole time. I went to college right outside of Austin in a small town. Um, So like the big college in Austin is University of Texas, UT. Um, But for the people who can't get into UT, like (laughs) myself, (laughs) you have to go 45 minutes outside of town to a place called Texas State University. Um, It is an okay college. (laughs) I went there for five years. That's how good it really was. You wanted want to stay that. longer. I, that's one way to put it. Um and <laughs> <laughs> once I got that degree, sort of, I, I lied. <laughs> sort of um, <laughs> really, barely I'm I'm not a studier. I I'm basically dyslexic. That's why I'm scared of that scooter, is because I'm like, I don't know, I, I barely graduated college. <laughs> I'll make me do more
1: work. <laughs> um did you want to stay in Texas where you're like, or were you, were you ready to get out? But you're like, I'm just going to finish off school. Like at what point were you like, I don't want to be in Texas anymore. Or did you, you know, did you just happen to end up in New York
2: somehow? I think I stopped wanting to be in Texas when I was about seven. Um, (laughs) And then, and then it was just, I don't know. It was just, uh, I just felt kind of different, you know, and uh, it's not, it's, Austin is pretty liberal, but I just, you know, I want. I I heard about New York, heard about other cities, and I was like, that sounds pretty cool. I'm gonna go there next year. And then uh, by the time I was 23, uh, the money situation was very <laughs> you <know>? took
1: <laughs> It only almost took that long. 14 years.
2: Yeah, um, and I made it, and it was pretty cool.
1: So you didn't
2: come um, to New York with, like,
0: any thoughts about doing comedy? You just wanted to go to a city? I,
2: well, I, I came here with uh, dreams of working in the fashion industry, and I did it. I, yes. I got um, an internship uh, at mm-hmm. um, and I'm really mad I said the name of the magazine now because I can't say anything else about it. Yep. But I can sleep it out if you want me to. Oh,
1: cool. I, I go then for I it.
2: I'll talk to <laughs> it. It sucked. It was, it was hard. I hated it, uh, you know, everyone was awful. And uh, so I did that for a few months and I quit that. And then I was like, cool, well, I made it to New York. I should uh, figure out something new. What kind of things were you doing for them? Uh, a- anything except fashion. I, you <laughs> know, I, I, well, sort of, once I got my boss's shoes resold, um that's Ah, kind of like fashion yeah there you go shoes are fashion yeah tangentially (laughs) what you wanted to do yeah i i I got them salads a lot i learned about all of their you know dietary restrictions or as i like to call them eating disorders Um, (laughs) lots of adderall was being passed around i got a free lipstick once it was not my thing but I hope the fashion industry has changed.
1: So, <laughs> I <know>. doubt it. <laughs> I not like it. <laughs> um, can we yeah. backtrack a little bit? So you were talking about, uh, and in the theme of this podcast, Ooh. you were talking about feeling different uh, back in Texas, which made you feel like you wanted to leave at the age of seven. Can you mm-hmm. dive a little? If you if if that's okay, oh. would you mind diving a little bit deeper into what that meant for you? Did you were did you have friends, oh. were you like? Did, were you not having friends were you tell us go a little bit deeper if you may oh <laughs> deeper I would love to um
2: gosh I was just a weird kid which is weird because like now I'm like looking at myself in the zoom and I'm like I look so so basic I look like a I don't know like a picture on like goop or something but, like, <laughs> yeah. i I don't know like I guess when I was seven uh, I had like I have like thick hair so the only way to maintain it was to cut it all off <laughs> um will just cut it all off I had like a a short haircut because and then it would grow and it would just sort of turn into this like hobbit pro like I looked like a hobbit I, I'll get you guys pictures it's amazing I had like <laughs> yes I, it was like short hair and then it sort of went to the like I looked like the Beatles for a long time. <laughs> oh,
0: sure. I forget what that haircut's called, but I know, like a page boy. Like, like a, a page yeah.
2: boy. It was not good. I don't know why we went with it. And then for a long time, I was obsessed with Hawaii and I wore Hawaiian shirts and cargo shorts. Um,
1: yes.
2: What? I wore Hawaiian shirts like all in seventh grade. I
0: don't know
1: why. All oh, of forever. I like, all of forever, like, Emily. All I'm all going now again, but I
0: took a break <laughs> in between. I realized what I was doing. I took a break in high school. I let my light hide under a bushel for a few years, but I did wear them for like all of seventh grade. And I remember I had a Hawaiian shirt that I used to wear to roller kingdom because I had, uh, we had uniforms in seventh grade. So I couldn't wear them to school, but it was like, what do you wear in roller kingdom on Friday night? That was like a big deal. And I had a Hawaiian shirt that for some reason, I thought it was super cool that the buttons were Velcro. Like, it was, like, oh. a normal shirt, but the buttons were Velcro, and I was like, this shirt's great. I'm going to wear it to Royal Kingdom and just roll her around and be super popular in my Hawaiian shirt.
2: You are popular to me.
0: Thank you so much. I don't know about
2: anyone else you were talking to. And I also showed that Velcro
0: all the time. I was like, check it out. Like, look at it. It's Velcro. Like, isn't that cool? Yeah, it was It was very cool. And here's guys- my
1: clip-on tie. and.
0: I was cool I, that I'm sounding. I was not that cool, but I, I was like a very accepted, quirky person. Like, it was like, <laughs> she's a weirdo, but we're, she's cool. It's fine. We're fine with it, is I guess what it was.
2: Oh. I, I, I was not accepted. I definitely, I definitely also wore tivas at the time. I do date women now, so it panned out uh, in the right direction. But yeah. Which is was- so
1: funny, because how you dress and present yourself now is... So not that.
2: (laughs) I think it's because, well, like I was such a weirdo, and and like I I always only had like two friends, and like I would I don't know that just that look wasn't working for me. And sometimes I wonder if people hadn't bullied me, if I would still look like that. Because after that, and no one was into it, I I I was like I'm gonna grow out the hair, I'm gonna try out for cheerleading, I'm gonna do the whole thing, and and it worked. Then people liked me but it it wasn't quite right but i think the the cute feminine thing sort of stuck cuz i i do like it
1: yeah i mean it works for you but either way you know um so <laughs> <laughs> so what was school like for you
2: school was fine um i just it was
1: uh did you was... like did you like being your own best friend or did you um did you wish for more? I mean, you, you clearly had some sense of wanting to fit in cause you said you like changed a few things, but that happens naturally. I mean, we all change over the years, but it sounded like you were made fun of in a way that kind of affected <laughs> you wanting to change oh. things around. Oh yeah.
2: Um, I guess like, I guess that kind of beat me down to the point where I like, I, I tried out for cheerleading. I got into that. Um, I was also in the marching band, so that kind of canceled out the cheerleading. Um, But, yeah, I was always trying to fit in, and the lesson I learned is that doesn't help that much. In terms of what? It's not that great. In terms of, like, I guess making you feel better. Oh, gross. Am I going to say be yourself? Oh, do it. Yeah.
1: Be yourself
2: in high school. I don't know. But yeah, I, I I tried to do all of that, but I just didn't feel feel genuine. Um, I think that was sort of why I got into like fashion and stuff too, is I was just trying to create like a fitting in sort of look, and uh, and it didn't work out. So now I'm you know telling stories in uh, disgusting basements, and that feels, <laughs> as much as I hate to say it, it feels a lot better than. Fucking
0: fashion. So I also wore bowling shoes in seventh grade. I wanted
2: to ask you, <laughs> Where were oh, you? Hawaiian you we shirts and friends.
0: <laughs> friends. I was unfortunately in New Hampshire and uh, Texas was a long way away. But we could have been buddies and uh who knows where our trajectory would have turned out if if I had had a friend that appreciated my set, uh, sense of style, you could
1: say. <laughs> so uh how do you feel now? Like do you feel like you've like found yourself fit in? You like comfortable in your own skin type spiel?
2: I think so. I think I don't fit in at all anywhere. Um but what? I'm fine with that. I get, I fit in with you guys. That's
1: yeah. That's I, was, I, I was like, I what the heck, man?
2: <laughs> oh, sorry.
1: That's okay.
2: Um, I guess, I guess the thing I'm having an issue with right now and like, it's the smallest struggle a person can have, but I've, I got like really into horror movies this year and like, and it's like telling someone you got really into like, I don't know, like plastic cups. Everyone's like, Marissa, that's been here for 10 years. Like no one gives a shit. And I'm like, they're so cool. They're amazing. And I watch them every day and no one cares. I've tried to do jokes about them they bomb hard so I don't know that's where that's in the past like two weeks I've been like I'm such a freak but it's fine
0: (laughs) that's how I feel about comedy with my non-comedy friends like I'll send them all these texts or I'll be having a conversation I'll realize I've been talking about like a joke like not my own stuff I'm not like oh my god let me talk about my comedy but like (laughs) a special or a video or a tweet or whatever and i'll I'll find myself talking and be like oh i just talked about this for three minutes and no one has said anything like they (laughs) don't care and like if i had a way of tracking the amount of links that i send out like oh this is funny and i'm gonna send it out uh of tracking who actually watched it i'd love to know that information i don't actually want to know because i think it would hurt (laughs) hurt me but, like, to friends being like, I think you'd really like this comic. Like, I just try to get people to watch things, and I'm sure they're not. I just get, like, a ha-ha, and I'm like, oh, you waited six minutes, and then you just said, oh,
2: yeah, that's funny. Do you ever do, you ever do the thing where you send, like, someone, like, jokes or, like, versions of jokes? Because I always try to do this with non-comics to see, like, how they feel about it, and I'll, like, send them versions of a joke, and then they'll just return be like, return my text being like lol and I'll be like no 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 like tell me why talk about (laughs) it (laughs) (laughs) it. like I don't know do you guys do that I mostly just ask
0: people if things are relatable
2: because when I
0: first started doing comedy I feel like I was talking about a lot of stuff on stage that like the way I was explaining it wasn't relatable or I was picking up like one phrase or one thing that like I only knew because I spend too much time on Twitter and like, like Danny doesn't really look at Twitter. None of my college friends look at Twitter. And so I feel like that's genuinely a different type of person and all comics, like most comics are so tapped into like stupid internet jokes and stuff that you think something might be funny and relatable, but you need to change it a little bit for the regular human being to understand what you're talking about. So I'll do that I'll send a text being like does this make sense to you like do you get this as like a concept of why this would be funny <laughs> and then like I can go from there or I'll just I make Danny like I'll sit and just read things from my phone and be like is this a thing is this anything do you have a response to this (laughs) normally we do it at like the end of the day and it would be like if we had gone out and not like be drunk but just like had like two beers i'd be like joining your stuff from my phone now like Uh let's see if like (laughs) any of this is worth listening to
1: you're just holding on to it all day like i'm waiting for the time to read from my phone
0: truly i'm like when will be the moment that he will sit for five minutes and listen to me say sentences Uh, Like when I I did that on I don't know if it was our show or a different show recently on Zoom where I just read basically premises to people like I was like, is this anything like I I distinctly remember saying fixer up or buffer people is that a thing. And then no one responded and I was like, I'm gonna write
1: jokes for next time. I'm gonna yeah. develop. I think I was there on that show, and I'm. I think all... that's when you said I had a meltdown. <laughs> I'm all about fixer upper for people. I think that sounds great. I think that's queer eye for the straight guy. There you go. I think we're gonna just talk again and see if Emily comes back.
2: <laughs> oh no! She's, I will say, like every time her her little picture phrases, it's in like the cutest smile. <laughs>
1: For those of you listening at home, uh, Emily is having some technical difficulties on her end, and she keeps on jumping in and out. So we're hopefully going to edit this in a way that is very smooth and difficult to tell. But I'm sure you'll be like, "Wait, where's Emily? She normally talks way more than this." And (laughs) and it'll mostly be like, "Oh, Carly can talk too. That's so crazy. Wow, what a concept." (laughs) Um. (laughs) So let's get back in, Marissa. Let's get back into you. Okay. So um, talk about high school a little bit. Can we get into high school a little bit? So you were a cheerleader in high school?
2: I was a cheerleader in high school. I was doing all this stuff, secretly gay. I I keep forgetting. Did you know? I think so. I think I I went to see, I feel like a lot of people see like a movie where something is gay and then they realize it. I saw the movie The Hours with Mm -hmm. my mom and then afterwards uh, Julianne Moore kisses Tony Colette in that movie and it's so forbidden and hot and it's I think it's like the 50s so they're wearing like outfits and Julian wears pregnant so it's especially like juicy Ooh, yeah, and it's wonderful you should google it I'm um, maybe I'll leave and google it right now but <laughs> <laughs> after that movie I was like oh no this is like a, this is a thing I'm you know gonna have to think about a whole lot
1: how old were you? Um, 14 Ish. 14. 12 okay. or 14. That's
2: great. Um,
1: and then... <laughs> not uh, 13. Specifically 12 or 14.
2: Yeah, 13 not so much. I think that... I, <laughs> I don't know what happened at 13. But yeah, that was when I started to think about it and started getting like nervous about it and I think started getting those best friend girlfriends. Does
1: hmm. that make sense? Yeah.
2: Where you have a best friend who's sort of in place girlfriends and you don't know
1: why for sure awesome. yeah definitely had a few of those <laughs> probably every <laughs> every stage of my life
2: do you have do you have a joke someone has a really good joke about that and I think about it all the time the best I, friend girlfriend I like, don't believe that it's
1: me but it's a great concept I think everyone just talks about it hi Emily for 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 those at home emily's back and it just says fast she's gone um ah damn it uh so tell us more so you had some you had some really close friends yes all throughout Um, your life or mostly when you were younger
2: i i think anytime i would always have like some best friend around um and then and then the older I got, the more that, I think that sort of girlfriend feeling would start to come up. And then I remember at the end of high school, um, I started like partying in like a not good way, like yeah. pretty bad. And I had a friend and we were party together. Oh my God. Is she going to listen to this?
1: Ooh, she does <laughs> Maybe whatever. I'll send she it knew. to her.
2: She knew. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> and, but like we kissed once and I don't think I was like in love with her or anything, but that kiss was like and we were doing it for fun. It was like, cause was that the first left. female kiss? Yes, and it was because a couple of guys were like, "You guys should kiss," and we're like drunk and you know pretending to be twenty-four when we're seventeen. And we were <laughs> just like, we're just like, okay, <laughs> if that'll get your attention. And then, uh, and then we kissed. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're totally doing that for their attention. But deep inside, I was like,
1: oh God. <laughs> yeah. we should keep doing it longer for their attention. <laughs>
2: Oh, we did, um, is what I told uh, myself,
1: okay. um, (laughs) Every day behind the bleachers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh,
2: So that started going on. And then uh, I don't think I like started telling people I was queer until like late in college. But yeah, that sort of pattern of just like, you know, I was it every time like someone talks about their like lesbian experience in college, well, that girl um was someone I had a crush on, so like it was just <laughs> i I would also occasionally get like a kiss at a party and I remember thinking i'm just doing this for attention That's sure for getting attention and then go home and like
1: I find it so funny. I feel like there are two path. Well, I guess there's three pathways. There's the, I know I'm gay. And so here I am, let's do this. There's the, I'm, uh, there's the, I'm doing this, but it's just fun. Like all girls do this. It's just fun. Or there's the direction that I took, which is I don't ever want anyone to see me as gay. So I'm not even going to like get close to a female just because, and it wasn't even like, I mean, it's possibly that it was internalized homophobia or whatever, but I just think it yeah. was, like, such a self-denial of, like, I'm not, so why even let anybody think that? Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't even know, which is the funniest part. I really wasn't even, like, think. I guess I was thinking about it because I wasn't thinking about it. I was actively not thinking about it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but so it wasn't until later. But I think it's funny because I've heard that pathway as well of like, oh, we're just having fun. Like, it's okay. But then you're like, oh, or or is it? But I was definitely the opposite of like, I'm not even going to like dance close to my friends just in case.
2: (laughs) I I felt like that in locker rooms where I would be too scared to change around people Mm because I was always scared they would think I was looking at them right um can you guys hers. hear me again yeah yes! yay yes! i'm back i was gonna
0: chime in and then i was like i'm gonna feel really sad if i start talking and they just like keep like talking without me yeah. um also before chiming in i heard i keep hearing snippets of what i missed i was i was having a lot of issues and at one point i heard carly say like oh this might sound like a weird episode because emily is talking a lot less than normal and i was like I'm gonna be really depressed if there's like feedback on this episode that's like great episode. Like Emily really just like wasn't annoying this week. Um, but, I was just kidding,
1: as always. It's our it's our fun banter. It's our
0: it's our fun banter. Uh, that's just where my self esteem is at uh, in week nine <laughs> of quarantine. But uh, what I was gonna say is um, that back to like the semi serious conversation you were having is by junior high people were calling me gay. And so I actually did the same thing of like, don't dance too close, like don't, you know, you know, don't look at girls, don't be close to your girlfriends in the same way that everyone else is because someone will like confirm that you're gay. And I was like, I know I'm not gay, but no one believes me. I just like to wear bowling shoes and white shirts and like be a big weirdo and ride a skateboard. And that like went through, I think, through very close to now like I remember even in college like I had girlfriends that would like get drunk and kiss and I'd be like don't kiss me like don't it's not (laughs) it's not even like a funny joke because I never is gonna think I'm getting like it's gonna be even worse like for me in this world um and obviously such
1: a funny concept because I I hopefully now, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but hopefully now if you were like, Oh, someone thinks I'm gay. Okay. Like who cares?
0: (laughs) Well, and and the thing is, is even in college, it didn't really bother me except that people said it as an insult. Like the idea of someone thinking I'm gay is not never really bothered me after like junior high. Once you realize that like, you know, whatever. But as a young adult, I just remember getting mad because I was like, you're not, saying hey i kind of think you might are you are you like bisexual or are you gay like nobody was saying like in a kind way like oh are you interested in women they were like oh well you're just gay you're super gay and i'm like cool i'm yeah. not but i you know and it was it was a hard thing cuz i was like do i fight this hard because then it's like oh she's really denying it like it was just like a constant like struggle and i was like i am already having enough time like trouble finding men that are into this situation so could you stop advertising that I'm not into them because it's complicated it's muddying the waters it's making it difficult for me as a straight lady because I was also going to go to theater so all the dudes were gay so I was like there's five straight (laughs) men here and I need them to know that I am also straight and if they get really bored or a little tipsy maybe one of them will make out with me and you calling me gay is complicating everything like and I wasn't gonna change anything about my
2: personal appearance. i was gonna continue to wear Hawaiian shirts, so. I love
0: that, that. I love you. that.
2: <laughs> I think constantly about like, how, like what I would look like if I hadn't taken that bullying so personally. I, I love the way I'm now, but at the same time, I'm like, what kind like, would I have the coolest haircut in the world? I have no idea. <laughs> is that, I can't is even that imagine you, you
1: as any way as anyway else, which is so wild.
2: Someone, someone wanted to give me a, a butch makeover just to see what it would look like, and I was like, "I'm kind of curious. Let's see yes. what it would be like." Oh. oh my gosh, how would you? I mean, well, you oh. could you could really pull off a short haircut in that like I have a really well framed face short haircut way. I think I think. I've thought about it before, but I'm th- look at this, look at this. I, I,
0: it's a drastic move. Marissa has very long hair. It seems yeah, like she can do it. I know it. it's great. <laughs> I like how I'm on a She's... podcast and I'm like,
1: look at my hair, everyone. It's
0: long and voluptuous. Compliment your hair, but don't think that that means that I'm gay because. <laughs>
2: It's, it's funny you say that though, because I'm having the, I, I I was, I have a partner now, but like I was having the opposite problem where every time I would go to a gay club or like some sort of queer space, no one would talk to me because uh, it's too feminine. And I'd be like, I promise, look, look at these fingernails. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. I'm interested. How do I make this happen? It never feels good
0: when you're trying to convince someone that you're physically interested in that you are interested in them. Like, it does not feel good to be like, let me try to explain to you that I am attracted to you and that that is the type of person that I am, like, attracted to. It's, it gets, you know, it gets complicated. It's complicated. But it's also like everyone has their perception of themselves and then the perception from other people. Like, I, so I got engaged. I'm getting married. Uh, and I, like, yay! It's so weird because I am, I'm very excited to be married to my fiance. I'm excited to have a wedding. Everyone thinks it's weird that I'm excited to have a wedding. I don't know why, because I love romantic love. I love dancing. I love cake. I love hugging people. And I love staying up too late and drinking a lot of alcohol. And those are <laughs> all things that happen at weddings. And it's, it's been interesting how many people have, like, without me bringing it up asked me if i'm going to wear a wedding dress and i'm like i every time i go to a wedding i wear a dress like you've never seen me in a fashionable pantsuit and like (laughs) there's nothing wrong with a pantsuit i'm not there's no part of me that like couldn't do that or doesn't think people should do that but i'm like i am not so visibly masculine that i see it just feels weird to me that so many people are texting me being like it's okay if you want to wear pants (laughs) And I'm like, okay, it, it is okay. Can you make me feel okay to wear a dress? Like, I, you're making me feel weird if I don't wear a pantsuit now. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's a very weird, like, I need to look like the first scene of, like, the first wives club, not the first scene, <laughs> later, when they're dancing, in, like, I'll, all white, and, like, the Diane Keaton, I'll have a hat. And I'm like, <laughs> that is also fun, but it's springtime. Like, I'm not getting married in the winter, so.
2: I'll I wear know, a pantsuit a on your thing. behalf. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll um if you if you shop for dresses and you need an opinion I did work at for three months
1: I, okay. I said it again ah,
2: <laughs> ah, I worked I at a fashion it. magazine <laughs> I, I wrote it I wrote bleep <laughs> on this piece of paper I'm gonna you're do you're gonna it. have
0: to bleep it so many times I know I, how I many... said it again <laughs> but it's a fun adventure because I don't know how to bleep stuff but I'm gonna figure it out because Six months ago I didn't know how to make a podcast. And we're here now, bitches. So yeah. I'm gonna figure it out.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. You're gonna have a fun time editing this one.
0: <laughs> oh God. It's it's gonna be a dream. Uh good thing I have no job and no
1: prospects. So uh, I thank gosh. <laughs> thank goodness. Um, so uh now that you're in New York, Marissa, how have you felt uh, like you're in a new stage in your life. You're in New York. You're living out this New York dream. Like, are, do you feel, are things feeling good? Are you, like, are you, uh, are you looking back at that, uh, at old Marissa being like, I, I want to bring her back and uh, see what she's like in, in new New York? <laughs> what do we, where are you at? I, I think I'm, like, this is
2: so weird to say during, like, quarantine when everything sucks. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I feel like I'm doing... I, everything I wanted to do, like, I'm, I'm out, that's super cool, I've got great hair, I don't know (laughs) what, I don't know what else there is, that I don't know. Yeah,
1: that's good, well, that's,
2: I'm doing okay, gross, ew, who says they're okay? (laughs) Um,
1: You're allowed.
2: I'm allowed, I, yeah, I guess the only thing I would change is
1: because you even know. mentioned, like, not feeling like you, you were fitting in still to this day.
2: I think it's on a smaller level, just with, like, I always have some weird obsession. Like, you know, when I was a kid, it was Hawaii. And then, you know, it's, like, horror movies every day. And, like, I don't know. I had, a, I had, like, a really sad moment where, like, I signed onto Facebook for the first time in six months. Hold don't up. do that. It's terrible there. Um, I I don't like Facebook very much, but I did sign on and like someone had posted that they were starting a horror podcast. Yeah. Like, without and you had tagged me in it, and like without even thinking, I just
1: I forgot about like
2: the rules of like like social media and stuff, and I just thought, oh, I'll just message them. So I messaged them, and I sent the creepiest message. <laughs> What did you say the world? Can I read it? Is that weird? Please do. Okay. I'm so excited. Um, okay, 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 cause I definitely <laughs> I definitely called my girlfriend after, and I was like, "Is this creepy? And she was like, "I don't know. Oh, I deleted it. I was so embarrassed. I. Deleted- oh, no. oh no. basically, basically, what it said was, "Um, hi there. I heard you're starting a horror podcast." Um, just wanted to let you know that I'm a huge horror fan. I literally watch horror movies every day. That's not a joke. Um and I like listed my favorite directors and I was like, I produced a horror comedy series. you know, just you know, I would love to be on your podcast, and it was just so thirsty
1: that I'm like still cringing. I feel like I'm too thirsty because I'm like, that sounds fine. Really okay. <laughs> but maybe I'm also okay. too I'm thirsty. Definitely. I that's through, the main reason i brought this up because i was like yeah. is this too much
0: <laughs> i go through thirsty waves where i thirsty will be waves. like i think i'm perfect for this i'm gonna message this person usually it requires two beers i don't want to be drunk but i need a little bit of something and i'm <laughs> I like some wine yeah yeah i'm like hey i am relevant to this like can i do this i don't you get a yes a third of the time that's probably being generous you get a yes an eighth of the time but uh <laughs> It's exciting when you do, and I like to think that when I don't, that usually it's the person reading it, actively forgetting about it, and then never responding. Like, it's a person who's, like, on the go, or they're looking at their phone in bed, and they're like, I'm gonna get back to this person, because I do that, and if I don't know the person, I'm like, whoops, like, I just, you know, and a couple people have actually reached out to be on this podcast um, that I don't know. And I one person I did respond to, I think another I didn't, but I was just like, I we're so new as a podcast that I we're still like sticking with people we know because it's not a topic. It's just, I mean, it is a topic. Our podcast has a topic, but it's not a specialty. It's not like I'm looking for car people. It's like if yeah. if we had that topic and somebody was like, Hey, I know everything about cars, I'd be like, come on the show. But like, since it's like a chit chat, I'm like, I'm I'm good for now, but also. You know, I feel like the person on the receiving end also has that kind of day where they're feeling friendlier and they're like, oh yeah, come on, like, you know, whatever, you know, and when you're producing stand-up shows, I feel like I go in waves of that too, where I'm like, I'm going to let that sit there. Or I'm like, come on the show tomorrow, like come like (laughs) do jokes this week. So it's just, I think most of the time when you don't get a yes, it's not a person saying no, it's a person saying nothing.
2: Because I just assume they look at their phone and then they just, like, out loud say, like, Marissa Riley is a disgusting creep. <laughs> no way. And probably that. Like, that's what they're doing.
1: <laughs> Everybody whole knows whole how awesome you awesome are.
0: And doesn't de- deserve joy. And I hope she hears me say this across the universe. Oh.
2: <laughs> no, so, I'm kidding. They were probably busy. But, yeah. <laughs> So I'm
1: assuming you haven't gotten in a response. Of course not. No. Um,
2: <laughs> I, I'm positive. It's what Emily said. They were
1: busy. But. Yeah. Busy or, or somebody else got to them first or who knows.
2: You never know. The amount of stuff that I look
0: at, I should just stop looking at my phone when I'm not concentrating. Because the amount of messages that I get when I'm like walking the dog or like looking at a recipe and not, you know what
2: I mean? And you're just like, oh yeah, I'll get back to that. And then just never do yeah yeah talking to people
0: (laughs) yeah when shows existed like when like outside going to shows existed i used to try to do like a weekly bi-weekly roundup of like look at all your social like look at all your stuff for a second and see if you miss anything because every once in a while you'll get that message that's like we'll see you tonight right we'll see you at the show tonight and you're like oh no like i forgot i said yes to that a month ago and i need to be there now Which is a lot easier on Zoom. If you're running late, you can just zoom it up. Yeah,
2: turn on your computer. uh,
0: Yeah, show up late. I do. It's so funny not to get like super in the weeds about comedy slash Zoom, but I do like that it is that comics now usually stay for the whole show because they're like it's on Zoom and it's an hour, and everyone knows I have nowhere else to go.
1: Yeah, it's but nice. now that people are starting to get double booked on Zoom shows and they're like, put me up early, I got another Zoom show. I'm like, oh, so this cycle continues of of people, yeah. who, are, people who are booked are going to be booked on multiple shows just because it's not in person now doesn't mean that anything has changed.
0: Nope. Although because there's so much variety, it is interesting. Like I am doing a show tonight that has like a, a tech rehearsal. I've been to a couple of those now where they ask you to sign in like a half an hour early And sometimes I get it. Like I did a show that was a a cabaret and it was half musicians. It was actually way more fun than I thought it would be. Not to like, I was never like, oh, this would be terrible. But I was just like, I don't really know what this will be. And then the musicians were like the level of um, performance were like half of them had music in like shows on Netflix and stuff. Like they're like, you know, they're not just somebody with a guitar. And uh, but they had to check all the sound because you can really change inputs on Zoom for for music you can input your own amps or whatever you want to do and there were me and one other comic and we were just like hey can I talk for a second and then leave for 20 minutes (laughs) (laughs) I don't need to sit here but I don't know there's so many formats now and then if you like but if you do an Instagram live show you only have to be be there for the five minutes you're talking and then you can kind of
1: do whatever you want yeah there's a lot going on about that Um, so Marissa, um, I think we'll cut, we'll cut to, uh, this has been such an interesting podcast. Thank you for, for joining in and and sharing your life with us. Um, I would like to finish off with our, uh, our last segment of the show called, where would you like to eat alone at lunch? Ooh. So normally it, it would be where do you currently eat alone at lunch? And it still could be theoretically, uh, but we've also changed it to possibilities of where do you look forward to eating alone at lunch? It could be uh, someplace personal. It could be a restaurant chain. It could be a location that no one has ever heard of, but you love it. You know, I'll stop talking and let you answer because <gasps> I'm excited to hear it.
2: Um, this is my favorite question in the world. Um, <laughs> I am shocked. No one has asked me this before is my favorite thing to do is to eat alone, not in like a sad way. I just choose to also, we have to right now, but like,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's I, fair.
2: I love eating alone in my bed. Um, controversial topic, but, <laughs> um, I even bought all gray sheets uh just so stains wouldn't show Ooh. um i have a color scheme going on for the food issue i also bought this like tray on amazon like uh it's a podcast so would be stupid to show you guys but, like, <laughs> it's like this big bamboo like bed tray it's very like ikea chic and like if the, your kids were gonna make you breakfast in bed on mother's day that kind of tray that's that's perfect that's it um <laughs> That's the one, and I eat burritos and stuff off of it. I eat Ugh. in bed. I I like lie in bed like the Burt Reynolds painting. Like <laughs> I do that all the time with the sweatpants. I'm going into so much detail, you guys. are please do. Advice. This is fantastic. The Tell the us more. Tell it, us more. This is the life. Um, And then the cool thing about the tray is I've bought bought it twice because the first one I used too much. And the cool thing about it is if you spill a liquid, like hot sauce, wine, uh, burrito juices, if it goes into the tray, it will never come out. It's so spectacular. Uh Hot little walls. Um, So I've spilt like an entire like soda in it before, and all you do is you pick up the tray, dump it out in the toilet,
1: bada-bing, bada-boom. Back to eating need to.
0: I don't know if I should get a tray. I probably should. We try to have a no food in bed rule, but it's like, if you're sad enough, you're going to eat in bed. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) quarantine has been tough for that sadness rule, because I feel like it's a lot easier to be like, I'm sad, I'm going to eat. Um, but the other day, I am proud of myself, the other day I did not eat chicken wings in bed because I made the rule of no dipping sauces in bed. I was like, sure. I, That's awesome. I can't, this is too much, it's not like half a sandwich where I might have a little droplet of mustard, it's like wings, and I need to, and there needs to be some boundaries in my life, and so I ate them on the couch, so still depressed, but not in bed. <laughs>
1: I have like a bedside folding table type should be like a card table almost but like really small Uh, you know and um I'll put it at the edge of my bed and then I'll just sit off of the edge of my bed like I'll perch um the only thing I've really eaten in my bed is just like a bowl of cereal that I can hold and eat and then
0: when I I had roommates I ate in my bed a lot uh just because I would hide like I got to an age where I was like 28, still had roommates, kind of wish I didn't anymore, and was just like, I, it has nothing to do with who these people are. I just want to be by myself. And I would like get takeout and hide in the room. <laughs> and then, like, I'd come out and put a bag of trash
2: into the trash and then go back into my room and just be like, hey guys, like, <laughs> see you later. I think that's why I, I got the tray in the first place is because I, I have a roommate, love her. She's the best. But, you know, after a long day of talking to people in New York, you kind of just want to. Eat a plate of nachos on your own. For yeah.
1: sure, for sure, truly. Well, Emily, Emily and Marissa, this has been our show. Marissa, thank you so much. <laughs> I said Emily first. I just went with it. So, Marissa, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell the thank folks you. at home where they can find <laughs>
2: where they can um, find you? The to the folks at home, and you're all at home. Uh, I <laughs> unless this is three months later and we're we're over this. Um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, not Marissa with ones um, I have a website it's on the instagram so you you can find it from there and oh, then okay. uh, we have our show every Monday yeah yeah isn't this will come funny? out in the
0: next like two weeks so if you you know if you're still home quarantining we're doing it on zoom every Monday so follow isn't she funny comedy and if you're in New York follow it certainly and and come back when we start doing live shows again but for the foreseeable future, we'll be on Zoom, so come check out a show; it's free.
1: Heck yeah! And yeah. as always, Emily, where can the people find you?
0: I am at the funny Walsh on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm on this podcast. And if you want to find the podcast, we're Alone at Lunch Pod or Alone at Lunch at Gmail. If for some reason you need to tell us something,
1: yeah, somebody email us. I want to get an email, and I want to answer questions. We want to. I want to have a Q and A. So if you're listening out there. Let us know what you're thinking so we can discuss it on the podcast. I can't
0: wait till your mom emails us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: And um, I'm uh, Carly Montag on Instagram, Carly J Montag on Twitter, Carly Montag on TikTok.
0: (laughs) Oh God, we're getting that TikTok plug out there.
1: I just cracked myself up. It's amazing. Um, (laughs) And uh, please tune in, uh, rate, listen, review, all the things. Again, Marissa, thank you so much for joining us. Everyone stay safe, stay healthy, and um, see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.
0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Alone at Lunch early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com. If you're listening to this podcast, then chances are good you are a fan of The Strange, Dark, and Mysterious. And if that's true, then you're in luck.